Welcome back to the Two Minute Warning Podcast. I'm super pumped that my co-host Annie Wallstriker is back next to me. Annie, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing great. I'm very excited. This week's edition and maybe future editions of the podcast are going to be a little bit different than what we're used to. We're going to be playing two different games, okay? All right, Bob Barker. (laughs) The first game is going to be called Filtered or Unfiltered, which I'll explain in a second. And the second part of the podcast, we'll be doing some trivia, which I know you love. I do love trivia. I'm not great at sports trivia, but I do love some good trivia. Yes. What inspired me to give you the trivia was actually we were in the airport coming back (laughs) from Florida and you were listening to a father uh, and son have a quiz off about MLB trivia. And who was the best Oh, you were amazing. (laughs) Dad, all due respect to him, if you are a listener, kudos, I guess, that you found us. Um... (laughs) He was he was really good at some things, but like his guessing skills were not on point. Not there. Not there. All right. So for this first game, filtered or unfiltered, Annie, we live in a social media craze filtered world. Every picture you see has likely been filtered in some way, but I'm here for the truth. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read like you. like the circle. Yeah. It's like the, the new show we're watching the circle. I'm going to read you a headline that's either filtered or unfiltered, meaning if it's filtered that I have taken it and made it up. Okay. okay. If it's unfiltered, then I literally just took so it off of the fake. internet. Real or fake. Okay. Okay. And you're going to, after I'm done reading it, you're going to say whether you think it's filtered or unfiltered. Unfiltered is real. Unfiltered is real. Okay, Correct. Let's just All right. clarify. Are you ready? <laughs> well, now that I clarified that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one. Yeah. As part of the NCAA's new name, image, and likeness rules, the student who wears the University of Georgia Bulldog mascot outfit has signed a sponsorship deal with a local pet store. Real. Uh, unfiltered. You think that's unfiltered? It feels like it's unfiltered because it's eh, so... Really? That's such an filtered. obscure... That would be like such an obscure uh, like tweet that you just like find buried on like your timeline. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be creative enough to filter All that. Right. I stumped her on the very first one. Oh, so yeah, yeah, let's get into well. what the actual unfiltered version is the unfiltered version is georgia's quarterback his name's jt daniels he signed a deal to become a fast food chain representative of a thing that people love in the south called zaxby's i saw this yeah and then another really funny thing is i just saw today today is wednesday an alabama defensive back whose nickname is kool-aid just signed an official sponsorship deal with the brand kool-aid i mean that was low-hanging fruit if there's ever been <laughs> OJ signing with Tropicana. That, that would be creative. That would be creative if you were still yeah. playing college football. <laughs> I'm sure he would like to go back to that time in his life, too. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's get into number two. To promote the upcoming season, the Colorado Avalanche of the NHL are auctioning off NFTs that capture their players skiing in Aspen. What? Unfiltered. <laughs> I just have to guess unfiltered because it's going to be right at some point, and I have no idea what sounds real or fake. That sounded fake because literally, who cares about a Colorado avalanche? You mean that sounded real? Unfiltered is, Re- is no. Real. They they all sound fake to me, so I'm just have to guess real because at some point the fake one is going to be real. I'm just trying to play the odds here, and I figured that knowing you, you would have just done 
real fake, real fake, fake, <laughs> real, fake, real. So. All right. I'm two for two in stumping her. Oh, so well. what I was trying to explain here was that the NFTs are obviously really popular now. I mean, I used to buy NBA Top Shots. I no longer do. Now they're releasing Wayne Gretzky NFTs on DraftKings and Tom Brady ones. They've sold out really quickly. I mean, NFTs are a thing of the future. I was reading in the New York Times this past week about these community NFTs that all of a sudden, I was telling you about it, all of a sudden these penguins are becoming super popular, which is really funny. So people are just buying for like hundreds of thousands of dollars NFTs of penguins that like allow the people to be on chat boards. I really like the penguins though. Yeah, they're, they're, they're were funny. They're so cute. They look like club penguin. <laughs> I know. What animal would you choose to have an NFT of? Oh, a koala, yeah, obviously. obviously. Obviously from our trip in Australia. Okay. Let's move on. Number three. I'm two for two stumping her. (laughs) Three. A Polish javelin thrower auctioned off her Olympic silver medal. I saw this. Oh, you saw this. I already saw this. And then they they bought it and then gave it back to her. Yes, let me finish. So a Polish javelin (laughs) thrower auctioned off her Olympic silver medal in order to help fund an eight-month-old boy's heart surgery. At Stanford Hospital. Yeah, I saw this. I saw this. Yeah. So do you know the backstory? Um. She was raising money for a sick boy. Yeah, yeah. So her so her name is Maria, and I'm not going to pronounce this right, Andrzej Jessic. That's and she, not fault. No, that's not her fault. She recently won silver in Tokyo. And when she put up for auction, a Polish store won the auction with a bit of $125,000 yeah, yeah. and then returned the medal to her. So it was really, really nice. Really nice. I mean, place. it was nice all around. Everyone, yeah. it's upsetting that healthcare costs so much, but it was really nice all around. Yeah. All right, number four, you are so far one for three, which in baseball is a pretty good batting average. It's better than the entire Mets game. <laughs> All right, four. French soccer team Marseille has offered their fans crypto tokens that could be used to vote on a player's hairstyle. The first vote happened, and one of the players is now required to have a mohawk with the club's colors, blue and gold. Oh my God, you're obsessed with these crypto things, but I feel like you would have mentioned this one. Um, well, there was shot a- clock three, two, one, unfiltered. Uh, filtered. filtered! Yeah. I got her again. <laughs> I made that one up too. So, so far, Annie is incorrect on three out of four. Oh, right. So, let's actually right. talk about why I brought this up. So, these crypto fan tokens are something really fascinating now because Lionel Messi, who is by far the most famous soccer player in the world, well, he's kind of tied to Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah. I guess in South America, he's the most famous because everybody's names are Kit Lenal or Messi and they had to ban it. That's quite possibly the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> it's like literally illegal to name your kid that. I in feel like Argentina. I want to just name my kid Lenal at this point, just yeah. like as a bit. Yeah. So he recently uh, changed teams to Paris Saint Germain, which is a French team. Saint Germain or Saint Germain? I think I said Germain, but I think it is Germain. I mean, let's just be. Yeah. Correct here because yeah. you Why pronounce not? croissant as croissant. So it, the only proper way to say it is croissant. <laughs> not denying that. I just you are from Connecticut. <laughs> so anyway, as part of Messi's package with his new team, he was given these fan tokens, which are basically cryptocurrency things that are given to either fans. Anybody could buy them, and they enable you to do really cool things for the team, like either vote on walk up music or vote on jersey colors or all these different types of things so you changed your tune really fast on this yes because that was my idea that it was a good idea i didn't think it was problematic i think it's um 
fine for a consumer to want to purchase that. I think it's interesting. It's a good way to build a nice fan base, people who care. And you had the entire opposite approach. Well, I did a little bit more research and this is what happens. That's the beauty of the newsletter is I could be wrong and nobody really remembers. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the last one. Ah, no. So far, you are incorrect on three out of four. Listen, it's not going to get better on this one either. All right. Five. The Augusta Green Jackets, the single A affiliate of the Atlanta Braves, will honor the local masters by changing their tea name for a limited time to the Augusta Pimento Cheese, which is a signature snack of the annual Masters Golf Tournament. Okay, it's weird because I keep seeing cheese things on Twitter. <laughs> so I feel like that's me saying like this has to be real because why would I keep seeing like random cheese if people are talking about random cheeses okay, and, so, and like team names. So is it filtered? Unfiltered. Fake? Unfiltered. Correct. <laughs> I knew it. This is true. This is true. So it's funny because so many minor league baseball teams have so much fun with their brands and their, and their names, and they try to honor local things to get obviously more fans to I come. I didn't know Augusta was in Georgia. Yes, Augusta's in Georgia. So um, maybe we should go visit the Staten Island Pizza Rats, which is the name of the Yankees. I'm not going to Staten Island. (laughs) And in my research, I also discovered there's an independent baseball team named the Carolina Disco Turkeys. I'm kind of into that. Yeah, I think that. Which Carolina are they in? I don't know. It's a good question, but I'm sure on Thanksgiving, (laughs) Thanksgivings are probably lit there. Not for the turkeys. Not for the turkeys. (laughs) well that wraps up this okay, segment two for five two for five not terrible maybe you'll improve in future weeks we'll see that was this week's edition of filtered or unfiltered now let's get into the second segment we are going to do some trivia i'm so stressed out <laughs> i tried to get him to tell me the answers beforehand and he won't he won't say anything so no, this i was is- very secretive all right, really this trivia is courtesy of two websites, Parade.com and UsefulTrivia.com. <laughs> it was actually pretty solid, so I decided yeah. to use it. All right, Useful. question number one. What is the only NFL team to never host nor play in the Super Bowl? A, Jacksonville Jaguars. B, Cleveland Browns. C, Minnesota Vikings. D, Tennessee Titans. So just to recap... Only team to never play nor host in the Super Bowl, Jaguars, Browns, Vikings, Titans. Your answer. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I feel like I know that the Browns made it a few times, but like lost four years in a row. Is that them? I'm not telling. Feels like it could have been the Browns. I don't know. I feel like Minnesota has had to have made it. There was a t- there was two different times I thought when they kicked it off the the upright, but I don't know if that was in – a conference, a conference game, game or Super Bowl. Either way, I feel like Minnesota must have made it at some point. I'm going to go with the Titans. Dang. The answer is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the so one team. Oh, I was thinking of the Bills. Yes, you were thinking of the Bills. Oh. I was going to tell you you were thinking of the Bills. Damn. Yes. All the, right. The, the Jag- one team I was like right. hyper confident <laughs> The Jaguars in. have never played in the Super Bowl, but they hosted it in 2005. The Vikings lost Four times in the 70s. Oh, I was right about some four yes, times. Yes, you were right. Something. And they hosted as recently as 2018. And the Titans. The hosted the Super Bowl in 20. Yeah. It was in Minnesota? Yeah, because they got a new stadium and that's part of the deal. Was it you- cold? No, it's an, it's an indoor stadium. For everyone who had to walk to the stadium? <laughs> 
think if you can afford Super Bowl tickets, you're not walking to the stadium. Well, I'm curious what the upcharge on an Uber was. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> Seriously. Might be as much as the ticket. And lastly, the Titans played against the Rams in the 1999-2000 season. So okay. To be fair, I was five at that Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. All right. Wow. Number Sorry. two. This is your sport, MLB. Oh, no, no, no. Why would you give me something that's my sport that I can get wrong? Who was the first major league player to officially pitch a, pitch a ball over 100 miles per hour? Can I call my dad and ask? A, Cy Young. B, <laughs> Bob like Gibson. Nolan Ryan. C, Nolan Ryan. D, Sandy Koufax. So oh. we've got Cy Young, Bob Gibson, Nolan Ryan, Sandy Koufax. Your answer. Nolan Ryan. Bing, bing, bing. Yay! Correct. <laughs> I said that it was going to be him. You did. You predicted Lynn Nolan. It. Lynn Nolan. That's another trivia question. His real name is Lynn. I know. I've been to Cooperstown. <laughs> September, Thanks, 7, September 7, 1974, Nolan Ryan became the first player to well, officially be, yeah, the, break the barrier with an 100.8 mile per hour fastball. That's pretty good. Yeah. He also had the most strikeouts. Yes. And yes, the most does. walks. Yes, he does. All right, you're one for two so far. 50%, not too bad. Say one for two. You could say you're batting five. Like, you could have said anything that didn't make it sound like I'm failing. Number three, what sport did astronaut Alan (laughs) Shepard play on the moon in 1971? (laughs) A, archery. Archery. Skiing. Skiing. C, like cross country skiing? I don't know, skiing. C, bowling. D, golf. Oh, I guessed golf before you said it. Golf. Bing, bing, bing. I think I I knew that. That's correct. Awesome job. Yes. Shout out to Dan Rich, who worked at an astronaut museum. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my dad's going to love that fun fact also. It's not all. It's yes and the Tour de France. Yes, exactly. All right. You are two for three so far. Really not bad. All right. I would say really good, (laughs) not just really not bad. (laughs) Number four. Who was the only person in NBA history to be named most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? Oh, Larry Bird. Here are your four options. Oh, wait. Was he not an MVP? Phil Jackson. B, Larry Bird. C, Michael Jordan. D, Bill Russell. Larry Bird. I'm sticking with it. Again, correct. Yes, I knew that. I knew knew that. Wow. It's like my George Carl fact. Oh, my God. Larry Bird won MVP three years in a row, 1984 to 1986. He won Coach of the Year. I has to be with the Pacers in 1998. And he won Executive of the Year with the Pacers in 2012. I knew that he won Executive of the Year. It's like a classic trivia. I didn't know that he won Coach of the Year, but it's like my George Carl fact. Wow. Very good. Very good. All right. And last but not least, let's see if she can go 80%. Oh, Lord. Question number five. Why is the marathon 26 miles and 385 yards long? Isn't it because the guy, he screamed Nike. Can I, can I please He went read? from like Athens can and I he please screamed read? Nike and then he died. Can I please read the answers first? A, <laughs> it's the distance from Athens to Olympia. <laughs> B, a British queen demanded that the race end beneath her royal box. C, it's the height of Mount Olympus. D, the Greek messenger Phidiopus died after running that distance. Oh, shoot. But A and D are like the same because he ran the distance and then he died. So you think it's the distance from Athens to Olympia or about the Greek messenger? I thought so. I thought that was the whole thing. He screamed Nike victory and then he dies. Does he die? Did I make that up? I am silent. 
I feel like I have to say D then. Eh. The answer is neither A nor D. Oh my, it's the queen, isn't it? It's the queen. It's the 385 yards long part that was the key to figuring this out this question. This is why I probably failed the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll read a little background here. According to legend, Phidippus ran from the Greek city of Marathon all the way to Athens in order to deliver news of an Athenian victory in their battle against the Persians. Okay. Thereby inspiring the long distance race. However, however, however. The current distance wasn't standardized until the 1908 oh, London Olympics. Get out of here. No, that is that is a stupid question because technically I was right because it was the standard was set by this man who screamed Nike victory yeah. in Greek and died. Yeah. Okay. But Did he died. I think he died. Okay. I thought he collapsed. I don't know that he died. <laughs> the course was laid out from Windsor Castle to White City Stadium, about 26 miles. However, to locate the finish line in front of the royal family's viewing box, an extra 385 yards was added inside the stadium. Did you run a marathon one time? That is the sole reason why I put in that question, <laughs> is to get the mention that I did run the New York City Marathon. And how did you do in the last 0.2 miles? I could barely walk. Like, my <laughs> knee kind of popped out of place for a little bit. but. It was very nice that the people on the subway home let me take their seat. Brad, I get people to get up and give me their <laughs> seats all the time. You don't have to run a marathon for, for that. once in my life. <laughs> well, okay, so you went three for five all on right. the trivia, and you went two for five on Oof. the filtered or unfiltered. So made. next week, hopefully, is better. That wraps up this week's edition. We hope you enjoyed. Thank you to podcast producer Zevran, who always does an amazing job. Thank you to my co-host Annie. And I'm Thanks, Brad, guys. and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.